Hey everyone, this is Mike from You'll Probably Agree. Today I speak with my friend Pat McDonald from Hollywood, Chicago about the surprise sequel, Borat, subsequent movie film. There's more to that title, but it's a lot. <laughs> Just like the first one. Uh, I want to thank my sponsor, Galway Bay, located at 500 West Diversity Parkway in Chicago, Illinois. My favorite dive bar in the city. They let me uh, film my show there. It's the place you see on the background of everything with the bar I'm standing in. Uh, it's a very welcoming bar. It's, it's a place where you don't just feel like another random client. You really feel like you're uh, part of a little tight-knit community in there. You know, you can play pool there. You can play video games there. Uh, darts, whatever. And, uh, you know, it's a real Irish bar from guys from Ireland. You know, with the accent and everything. Nolan Patrick Rafferty, who's helped me for years at this bar, has been absolutely amazing. Uh, if you are afraid to go to that bar, you can always go on dualdrinkware.com with the link uh, provided in this video here, or in this podcast, I should say, where you'll be able to uh, buy a bunch of merchandise from there, whether it be glasses or mugs or shirts or what have you i have a bunch of their stuff i have a t-shirt of theirs i have a few uh cup holders and uh i have a few glasses and it's fantastic so dualdrinkware.com the link is in the description of this podcast or video depending on how you are watching or listening to this having said that let's talk about this insane movie <laughs> And Pat and I actually talk a little bit about something that people don't think about when it comes to Borat that uh, I'm surprised is not mentioned more often. But having said that, I hope you enjoy the episode. Where is everybody? They're wanting everybody to quarantine so they don't spread this virus. Could I stay in your home? I hope quarantine mm -hmm. never ends. Hey, everybody, and welcome to You'll Probably Agree. Today, from Hollywood, Chicago, I have Pat McDonald on, and uh, I don't know if anybody's heard about this uh, movie yet, but <laughs> Borat to a subsequent movie film, or the full title, what is the full title? Subsequent yeah, what is the full title? Film, delivery of uh, a uh, prestigious bribe to American regime for make benefit once glorious <laughs> nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> or as we know in the movie they keep changing the title like four different times with the <laughs> film just to add confusion and in classic Sasha Baron Cohen style uh this movie slips right under the radar of the public <laughs> and boy when it emerged what what an incredible surprise and there yes. are, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about the surprise. Yes, we are, because okay. it's pretty much in the news now, Mike, so we're all good. You know, not all the spoilers, but definitely we can talk about Rudy. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think we should just jump straight into that, because sure, why not? It's, the, it's the elephant in the room, right? pretty much. Uh, so, for anyone who hasn't read, and man, talk about coming in right on time, because we found out recently from the FBI that Iran and Russia is interfering right. with the election, which, yeah, big surprise. Uh, which could be true or not true. I think it's not true. What, that Russia's I think I think it's a, another dodge by the Trump administration to, um, to distract. Yeah. I don't, it was I don't, just, it, it was so strange the way it came out of the blue. 
like I don't even see how that would benefit Trump because it's like, well, let's see, who is the guy who uh, got in trouble recently with uh, collaborating with Russia? With the, oh yeah, it was the president. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't see how that helps him. But. Well, it, it, it's just it's just another distraction, Mike. And I think when you talk about the distractions of this era, he's the master of it. <clears throat> I'll give him that. He is yeah. an evil master of distraction. Yes, uh, I I don't know. I, I I just hope they don't repeat 2016, you mm-hmm. know, uh, which is something I'm mortified by. But in one way, this helps is that we have Rudy Giuliani caught on tape trying to have sex with a 15 year old girl. Beautiful. And, yeah, which I'm not sure if he did try to have sex with her or not. Well, uh, you can't tell if he tried to untuck his pants or if, but no, the fact that he's like petting. He laid back. down on the bed. That was the invitation. Yeah. No, so you can't. You can't get around that. If he had just sat on the bed and said, "Let me just take your information," then yeah. it's good. Yeah. But he laid down, and it indicates that he definitely was reaching inside his pants. I don't care what he was doing. I just want to say that. The fact that he laid down is the key. <laughs> yeah. I had to rewind it a few times when I was watching it <laughs> because I was like, wait a minute. Did that, did, did, was I, was I just seeing things? Am I overdoing it? <laughs> or did the, pre, did the president's personal lawyer just grab <laughs> his dick with, with, the, with the 15 year old and the best is Sasha Baron Cohen rushes into the room and he says, don't do it. She's 15. She's too old for you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now, to his, to his defense, and the only defense I'll give him is that he did not know the relative age of this, well, this fictional character. He didn't know the fictional character's age was 2015. Yeah. Did, did, I mean, yeah, the, the real actress... Uh, is 24. Name, yeah. Uh, Maria Bakalova. Yeah, Bakalova. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's 24 years old. Where uh, did he find her? I want to know the background of her because she is, she, she outdoes, she takes uh, Borat on and, and arguably outdoes him. You know, I pointed that out in my review too. I think my favorite moments in that movie actually came from uh, Tutar, his, da- his fictional daughter in the film. You know, right. they have the blood moon scene, which holy <laughs> cow, we have. I, I we give that away. Like they're they're in a they're in a very. Well, they just nice... do it. They do a fertility dance and a debutante ball. There, that's enough. Yeah, exactly. You know, you don't have to tell them what it's about. Just that's it. Yes. <laughs> and here, and you bring. Let me bring up a quick point so before I forget it. The people. Who are who, who don't know who Borat, Borat is? Yeah, the unsuspecting Americans are mostly red staters. Okay, that's that's number one. Number two, they're pretty decent people. They 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 see what's going on, but they don't really want to say anything because Borat, Borat, <laughs> Borat, Borat is obviously a foreigner, and his daughter is obviously a foreigner. They're, they're trying to be nice. Yes. which I think is hilarious, especially the Texas Republican women. I applaud them. 
they let her go on in this absurd way and still they got her an uber home yeah. <laughs> oh, they they wanted to call that uber pretty quick too which i don't know if i can blame them for uh, <laughs> th that was the one thing i also put it out my review is uh -huh. i think if because I call a lot of red states or uh, battleground states. Right, whatever you want to call it. During, uh, yeah, d during this whole campaign. I, like, I've never actively stood in line 40 minutes. I've never even seen a 40-minute wait line in my polling area of my life. Well, yeah. Yeah. It, it, the, the turnout is enormous. Right. And right after that, I've never gone straight to making calls as well. And when you call these states, it's filled with a lot of folks who live in this bubble who aren't necessarily evil, horrible monsters. No. Uh, the, the people who adopt Borat or, or let him right. sort of seek refuge during this whole pandemic, like, I don't even know if I would be that nice if some guy came up to me and said, I have nowhere to go. Can I right. stay in your place? I'd say no. Because A, it's a pandemic, and I don't want you getting me sick. And B, I have no idea who you are. But these guys let him in. They let him dance around them with a gigantic fake dildo while they say no. <laughs> they Hilarious. save his daughter. I feel like if they didn't grow up in this bubble, they probably would not. I'm not saying. Be, yeah, I wouldn't say Democrat or Republican, but right. vote for someone like this but again it's it's it for as bad as he makes people look he doesn't particularly villainize anyone no if they're not no meant to be villainized we and, really i really want to emphasize that point because yeah. you know as soon as people hear rudy hit job they're going to think this is a you know hit job on all the people who vote for trump or whatever what it is, is a very sweet movie about how America is now through the eyes of this absurd performance art character. Yes. Uh, are we oh. talking about the president or are we talking about... <laughs> well, I'm just... Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. He is, in a way, he is like that. You're right. You yeah. know? Yeah. My favorite, another favorite part, and again, it's not giving away anything, but Borat comes to a Mike Pence speech. Yes, that was in the trailer. Anything, yeah. Just know that Mike Pence makes an appearance in this yes. movie. Yes, uh, it's, it's incredible because you, you see this young woman Republicans meeting and they could easily be outraged, tell this young girl who's revealing a lot about herself. Uh, to immediately get off the stage and leave, but they're incredibly polite. They let her talk about fingering herself. And <laughs> you have these other guys who attend, uh, who attend this, this, this Borat, uh, who let him stay at their place. The, the only time we really see anyone sort of villainized in this movie, I guess, is Giuliani. But then again, he tried to incite sex with a 15-year-old girl. Exactly. I he don't deserve know. what he got there. And I don't yeah. care how much he says it was a hit job or it's not true or whatever. He's on the tape doing it. Yeah. What, video, video tape doesn't lie now, Giuliani. Now he tried to call the cops afterward and then realized it was Borat and he liked <laughs> the first movie. So he let it go. How Thinking, ironic. Oh, nothing's going to come of this. It's going to be nothing. 
How ironic is it that the guy was, liked the first movie and yet the first movie goes, well, the first movie went after both sides. Yeah, pretty much. This <clears throat> movie kind of exclusively goes after the right. Yeah. But I mean, for two reasons. One is because of the state of the uh, of affairs that we're living in. Right. It's basically the Trump era. You yeah. know? <laughs> and, I mean, I am sick of unprecedented times. I right. miss precedented times. <laughs> well, I want to say one thing too. The Borat character, when I first was introduced to him, I, I wasn't a huge fan. Mm. But as the years have gone on and I've gotten to know Sasha Baron Cohen and I've seen his other characters and obviously his latest turn is Abby Hoffman in The Trial of the Chicago 7, I am like a fan now. I'm a fan of mm. Borat. I'm a fan of Sasha Baron Cohen. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely a fan of this movie. I had kind of a different exposure to him. I first saw him with the American inter interpretation of the Ali G show or right. Ali G show. I right, say. right, right. I know and, that character too. Yeah. I showed it to my classmates in high school. Like we'd always go to our local television class and I'd <laughs> pop in my DVD of it and everybody would just be dying laughing uh, watching these sequences, particularly Borat's. So when they announced the Borat movie, I was extremely excited. I didn't know if it would be sort of like one of those things where they adapt the television show to a movie and the movie is just kind of like, eh, you know, kind of like the Mr. Bean film or something like that. But right. it was a smash hit. And I couldn't have been happier. I, I think that I, thing cleared I, I 100, crying. didn't it? Uh, with this one, it's like an 85%. No, no, I meant it cleared a hundred, a hundred million. The first one. It might have. I, I don't yeah. have the numbers. In front yeah, of I don't. Yeah, I don't either. But I, yeah. I think it was a huge hit, as you said. Yeah, I, I just remember crying, laughing in the audience. <laughs> I didn't laugh that hard in the audience since, well, honestly, the Jackass films. Which, if you think about it, Borat is sort of like Jackass if it was made by because Sasha Baron Cohen went to Oxford uh, by Ivy <laughs> League scholar who really knows how to deliver a poignant message in his picture. Yeah. You, know, the, the, that, you know, the jackass guys hit each other and nuts, whatever. Here, this guy is pulling these elaborate, literally death-defying pranks. Right. This guy is going to a gun rally. Yeah. And behind the yeah. scenes, he had this bulletproof vest on right. underneath him. And Bruno... When, when they had the final scene where they're making out in the in the big metal cage in the middle of a UFC match or WWE or whatever the hell it is, they had an underground uh, exit through case, that cage. Yeah. yeah. Because literally the guy who was helping them escape tell them they're going to kill you. You need to get out of here. They let him go underground and out of there. Well, what was fascinating to me is that Barat, Borat is taking on the patriarchy in this one. Now, again, I'm not going to give anything away, but think of that theme if you're going to see it, because um, one of the things that is never said about white privilege is how the patriarchy has taken white privilege and made it, um, made it evil. Yeah. Patriarchy plus white privilege equals Donald J. Trump. 
Yeah. So, I mean, there's no denying that. They And they don't – I love how they have the little cartoon. That's like a Disney cartoon of how Donald Trump met Melania. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yes. And oh, my God. Essentially how <laughs> – I wish they'd make a whole movie of that. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see the full cartoon. Exactly. Like, this is the funniest <laughs> I'm thing. I'm sure they cut out – pieces of it you know oh god length and everything yeah that and content i'm sure it got (laughs) like i wonder if there's an actual shot of the vagine being grabbed by donald trump with princess melania as he spins her around like a fucking bowling ball you know with his hands underneath her badge well you always have to warn people as you're you're reviewing this and i did it on my on the radio this morning yeah, I said that if you don't like gross out humor, if you don't like potty humor, you're not going to like this movie because that's what it is. But if you like performance art, <laughs> wow. you love this movie. It's incredible. And performance art means that you're going to go out there. You're going to go to the extreme. You're going to do potty humor. You're going to do gross out humor. You're going to do blood moon humor. You know, <laughs> it, 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 it just that's what performance art is. And it's particularly fitting with the movie going after Donald Trump because Donald Trump is a vulgarian himself. Mm-hmm. And the, the brilliance of Sasha Baron Cohen is that he knows how to top such an era of absolute lack of class right. in a way that is incredible because... Right. everyone every comedian on this planet has tried to parody donald trump and you can't because the guy is so horribly over the top how do you possibly parody him and luckily borat is a character who is just so disgusting in his backwards beliefs that he will go to the 18th degree beyond what is already prevalent where he will even shock those who are supporters of this madman. I mean, when you think of the uh, scene where he's going on stage and and singing a song (laughs) about murdering Dr. Fauci and Barack Obama and everyone. Again, let's not give away too much, but yes, yes. Yeah, Uh, that that was a song that, that song actually came out months ago. Uh, I believe oh, yeah. it was leaked on the internet. And that yeah. was the one where he was wearing the flak jacket because yeah. he just didn't know if he was going to get exposed. Yes. Uh, you bring, bring up an excellent point about uh, Trump that um, in many ways, he's as big a performance artist, quote unquote, yeah. as Sasha Baron Cohen, but he doesn't get the ramifications of it. Yes. He doesn't. Well, he will get it on November 3rd, but he doesn't get Hopefully. it in his, in his, sensibility he knows he's putting on a character he did that on the apprentice he's doing it here as president quote in quote marks yeah and yet he doesn't understand that it that kind of that kind of run can come back to bite you in the ass well i hope so i really hope <laughs> that there is such... yes you and me both I, yeah <laughs> I, I i have no confidence the media wants a horse race if you're looking at the media right now everybody they're going to be talking about the numbers that Donald Trump has versus the numbers that these other pollsters had. 
All polls are lies. Stop listening to the polls and go and vote. That's exactly what I did. I don't I don't listen to the poll after 2016. Nope. I remember I actually got into a verbal, a very vicious verbal <laughs> argument with someone from 538.com on the night of the election. Mm-hmm. And he at one point, I don't know what I said to him because I was pretty sad and I was pretty drunk. And I I said to him, you got the numbers wrong, blah, blah, blah. And he said, okay, you went too far. We look up data. And based on this data, this is what should have happened. Blah, blah, blah. blah. And I said, yeah, whatever. You're still wrong. <laughs> so, you know, another year so, they screwed that up? Hmm? 1948. All the polls said that Tom Dewey was going to win. And um, Harry S. Truman uh, got reelected. And literally, he was the only one that knew it would happen. <laughs> wow. And it, and, it was, it, and it was very similar situation to wh- how Trump ran his campaign in 2016. Truman started doing whistle-stop campaigns, and he saw the crowds getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. This year, that is not the case. Those crowds are just the 10,000 looniest people or whatever, the 500 looniest people in each town who will go to a super spreader event without a mask. That, that and if you look at the turnout, I doubt people are voting early and in hours and hours in line. No. Because of Donald That's Trump. That's not inspiring anybody. Yeah. It's not inspiring his base. It's just the same old, same old. Yeah. And after 200 some thousand deaths, we can't even keep track anymore. Why would you be inspired? I, I, of course, of course uh, to, to get back on topic, though, because <laughs> it's topic. hard. It's hard. It's hard to. Yeah. Uh, Donald, Donald Trump is. It's hard for I had to give Baron Cohen so much credit because he the, the thing I love about his character, unlike Bruno, I don't like Bruno because Bruno is outwardly an asshole. Uh, Borat is this guy who has these horrible backwards beliefs, but it's because he doesn't know any better. Mm-hmm. He's otherwise a, a sweet guy who means well. Right. It's just that he comes from this country that did that a fictionalized version of Kazakhstan. Like if you don't remember, Kazakhstan released this whole video. Uh, when Borat came out saying, we're not like this, we're actually a developed nation. Apparently, the village that he used in the original film, uh, they they weren't extras. They they were a real village, and they didn't know they were being pranked. So That's not fictional? uh, That village he used? No. Those are real people. But the country is, right? Well, Kazakhstan's a real place. But really? it's actually not at all like it is in the movie. I don't think he spells it the same. Perhaps that's the case. That might be that, that might be uh, one of the things. But Kazakhstan did release a video when the original came out. I believe it was what two thousand seven, something like wow, that. Wow, that long ago. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I, I I feel the same way. Uh, the, only, <laughs> the, only, the only way it doesn't feel that uh, or feels longer ago to me is that. I saw it in a theater that I wrote an article about nostalgia about that that holds all my childhood memories there that's no longer right. around. It's, it's been shut down for maybe 10 years or, or le- I can't even tell anymore. So 
but when that movie came out, Kazakhstan released this whole video showing, you know, lush shots of their architecture and, and, and how they, they aren't this horrible, you know, underdeveloped nation. Of course, nobody could take a joke. Uh, luckily, with, with this film, uh, I do like the fact that one person who didn't take a joke very well was this woman who was a, a Holocaust survivor. And this is one of the few times that Sasha Baron Cohen actually broke character, uh, or maybe the only time, and told her, look, this is a, this not in the film, but you can tell in the film where he's breaking character, or about to, where he tells her, look, this is a bit... I'm, you know, so sorry but, you went through this, you know. But again, he, he was yeah. um, expressing that uh, sweetness. He was. Because and she was, was the sweetest person in that movie. She was, she was great. It was almost scripted how sweet she was. I know, it really she was. was. like, come here, my darling, let me kiss you. I'm not going to hurt you. Right. And I, I don't want to give the context away to that scene because the whole yeah, movie is but kind but of again, spoiler, she's yeah. seen this kind of thing before. And she's always used kindness to mollify it. Yes. She wants to, and she did it with this absurd rendition. Again, yeah. not giving anything away. Yeah, <laughs> they, they are. They are suing him now. But oh, the, the that the synagogue is. Yeah, or interesting. The woman, the woman in the movie is. Uh, oh, brother! And she uh, comes well, off she, great. That's what I mean. Well, the, if she sees the film, which I'm sure she wouldn't be a fan of the film, but she'd be a fan of her scene. If she were still around, they gave a little remembrance to her at the end of the credits, actually. Well, interestingly enough, too, I have a question about who signs off on what. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that Rudy is a public figure, so he's fair game. But I noticed that he pixelized some folks in it. Yeah. And then, then, you know, obviously his roommates would have to sign off. Mm -hmm. The, The people who talk to him have to sign off. He has, he's, they're not all pixelated. All those Republican women would have to sign off. Mm. So I, I, I'm interested in the process of him uh, getting the uh, releases on that bill. <laughs> I, if I were to guess, just from my experience in sure. filmmaking, yep. Rudy Giuliani already signed a release before the camera uh, yes. rolled. Yes, you know, yeah. he, he said, okay, I agree to be on camera. I agree to be in this interview. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. You know, you sign the papers, you're right. done. These right. guys good, like, good at, the, at the rally where they're, where they're filming them, uh-huh. you know, they're in a public space or with people who aren't even public figures. Yeah, but there were some they, people pixelized, though. Yeah. So, 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 so to that point, they probably approached the documentary crew uh, and said, I don't want to be in yeah. this film. Good point. And then they say, okay, you don't right. have to be. And they have that paperwork ready for them. Gotcha. Or not even paperwork. They'll, they'll right. No, I, that makes sense. Okay, at this point. That makes this, sense. Yeah, because like what I was on set, like I'd film something that's completely innocent, right? Like I'd film, I don't know, like a music concert or something. No, something no, like I know what there. you're saying. Yeah. Um, the, the one guy, I would have to think his roommates would have to sign off on something. Though. Oh, of course. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so many scenes they're in. Yeah. And I would think the Republican women would have to sign off too, because again, that was a very closed group. Yes. They're showing their faces on camera, but their sweetness was so, it was so typical. I mean, I have relatives in my family who are Trump supporters, but they're good people. Yeah. They're not evil people. They just, they're, they're just thinking irrationally when they think about this con artist. So 
con artists are con artists because they con people. Yeah. Let's face it. There are people who sort of live in these rural areas who just don't have exposure to the world. They might have the internet, but they'll probably only have Fox News. Uh, Something I'll frequently do just as an experiment to see what the world sees outside of what I see is I'll go to every single news site and then I'll go to Fox News. Sure. And Fox News really does control most of the airwaves. So if you're if you're living in, you know, Bumblefuck, Iowa or whatever, uh, you'll probably turn on your television. Fox News is there. Sean Hannity's there. They're talking. So Fox News goes goes around the country. Yeah. And they they throw a couple of bucks to these, uh, you know, auto parts places and and uh, doctors waiting room, et cetera, et cetera, especially in their in their purview. And they, they say have Fox News on all the time. Exactly. And, and there they, was there was a guy who put a sign up uh, in the suburbs that said, I'm not going to put any news show on, et cetera, et cetera. I said to myself, he had Fox on all the time, was losing customers. <laughs> yep. yep. So he'll say, no, no news stations, including Fox. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he does have Fox on, yes. <laughs> yeah. When uh, somebody says that, they have Fox on. Yes, exactly. It's like, oh, no news stations. You mean no news right. stations except your news except station. Your news station. <laughs> but I, I know for a fact that, that uh, there, there are representatives that go around the country who just throw these businesses a couple bucks as long as that stays on Fox and keeps a, a list of them. Because mm. generally when you go into a place that you're not familiar with, and you're, I'm always shocked if Fox News is on, especially in the city, but you know, some of these people are are are, are have been given some money. <laughs> yeah. It's a bribe. It's yeah, uh, and it doesn't surprise me at all that they're essentially bribing them. And when 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 you just have Fox on your television, when you go on the internet, what are you going to look up? Fox mm-hmm. News. You're not going to look anything up. And when I look up all these other news sites, you know, they'll have these perfectly reasonable stories except for the New York Post and Fox News, the first page, just like the first four articles, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden. Nobody else even mentions Hunter Biden. They don't get it. Well, they know it's a fraud. Yeah, it's a bunch of crap. I don't even, yeah, I don't even know what it's about. I don't care. (laughs) It's going to be very interesting tonight to see how Trump is going to uh, handle himself. Well, yeah, especially now that they can literally mute him. The, the president of the United States is so immature that the moderators had to put on a mute button. Just at least, at yeah. least they were saying it was his fault. They, they, yeah. they posted the bait. They were saying that both men were shouting over each other, but As that was bullshit. a lie. Yeah. It was Trump who was doing all the shouting. Even Chris Wallace said to Trump at his, in his face yeah. during that debate, yeah. no, sir, you did do a little, do it a little more than the other guy. Anyway, um, um, so back to the but this, but this is perfect performance arts. Yeah. And now that we're living in a performance arts stage, I don't see how it's any more insane than what we see on the news every single day. And I think, I hope this movie takes everything by storm. I hope everyone subscribes to Amazon Prime <laughs> after this. Amazon Prime will, has a I lot of great too, I, I, um... I was going into the movie with a little trepidation because, again, 
the Borat character is not one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. So when the movie, it took a while for the movie to kick in the gear. You know, you had to go through the first, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. Mm. But man, once it kicked in the gear, I was, especially they have a bit where instead of texting a, 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 his uh, leader, he does faxes back and forth, except it's like texting. Yeah. Which I think is one of the funniest bits in that movie. Now that guy in that UPS store who has those texts <laughs> go back or those faxes go back and forth deserves a medal. He's, it was he did a great job. Talk about staying professional right. and keeping your composure during well, that, something that was that set is, up, Mike, because they have to get the faxes back and they don't do it like that. Mm. So they just show the machine running. So he uh, got in on it quickly. Okay. But he did a great job. I see. I, I would say. I would say. I don't know if mm. that's the case. Yeah. But to do that thing properly, you have to have the the, the machine going in time, or you're going to sit there for hours trying to make that work. You know. I'm going to guess they already had the papers, but and somehow sent it to him immediately. But again, because the guy didn't seem like an actor by any no. means, <laughs> and the, the the interesting thing about these movies is that you can't tell who's real and who's not real. Right, but at right. the same time, you kind of can. But no one's ever really, because I've watched a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff on this, or just a little bit, to be honest. Right. And usually, it's shocking the amount of work that goes behind oh, it. Oh, God, yes. Manipulation and how they're able to pull these things off. Mostly, if those people look real on cameras, because they're real. And I, I love how this film actually gives the voice of reason to a complete stranger who basically is this lady that babysits uh, Orad's daughter. Amazing. She sort of provides the, the message of the film through common sense. Where Which, again, is part of the theme of the film against the patriarchy. Look closely. Yeah. It's really about people are good. Yes, it's just it really is about people who are good. They're confused. Right, and, right. They're conned. Yeah. They're conned. And just like how Borat cons them, we have a president who's conning everyone else. Yep. And yep. don't give in to this con. Don't give in to my prank. Don't give in to his prank. Very and, good. And Very that, good. I think that's that's as good a conclusion as you can have from this. Now, I do it. I do it on a five-point scale. I gave it four and a half out of five. What would you give it on a five-point scale? I give it a five. You're giving it a perfect I, score. I thought I, so. Yeah, because I. I mean, I have my bias. I've loved him since I was a kid, and <laughs> and I've seen a lot of reviews that are not a lot, but some that don't like it, saying, "Well, we already know what the formula is, so no, it's please. not as shocking or funny." It's oh, like, please. Okay. But that's just criticizing a movie for for the way it is. You can't exactly do that. I mean, you can do that, but I don't think it's a legitimate means of criticism. I ran across this during the uh, festival because I saw Kubrick by Kubrick, mm. which is a, uh, a French film. Uh. It's only 75 minutes. Now, you cannot encapsulate Kubrick in 75 minutes, except he had gotten the tapes that he had made over the years when somebody was writing a book. Mm. So basically what this is is a 75 minute introduction to kubrick but again snotty film geeks have been saying oh it doesn't go into what it should go into 
It's Kubrick's own words, you twits. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, do you have to show off every effing time you write a review? Stop it. It's Be ridiculous. Being. I already, I already know what it is. Then exactly. you don't like that it. It's not for you. Just say it's personally not for you. That's fine. Exactly. But exactly. you don't have to criticize the movie in and of itself. Like, we already know the formula. We already know it's going to be shocking. Yeah, you do. And guess what? They delivered. How could you not, how can you not see Giuliani and say, oh, my God, this guy is a freaking genius? Yes. I mean, I, I, I just said, there is the most vulnerable person associated with Trump. And they were able to get straight to his vulnerability and make the point that they were making in that movie. Talk about how times have changed where <laughs> during 9-11, Giuliani was viewed uh, as this hero. He was, he was always SNL. an idiot, though. Yeah. He just lucked into that situation. We didn't know him outside in New York. Everybody in New York said he was just as bad. It's like Trump. Everybody mm -hmm. knew in New York knew that guy was an idiot. Yeah. And yet, here he is, president. I mean, talk about a further idiotic move. Even before the interview, the guy says, oh, we have the coronavirus under control. He proceeds to cough into his hands and then grab uh, a glass uh, of whiskey, putting his germs on it. Yeah, just, yeah, you got it. Yeah, again, spoiler alert, but yes, yes. So, like, my God. I, I and know. I see this shit at my job all the time. Because at night, my night job, I got my day job, my night job, my night right. job, I'm filming comedy shows. Right. When I go into work, I, I'm dressed up like I'm going to Fort Knox. I got <laughs> two masks on, a face shield, gloves, and hand sanitizer attached to right. the carabiner that holds all my keys and everything. I don't know why they call it that. It's a weird name. Um, and I even sanitize the freaking gloves. And this guy in front of me, where we got plexiglass, is openly coughing without oh, covering his God. mouth. He it's, coughs into his hand a couple times, and he grabs the metal handle at my job with the hand that he coughed into. And he came from Detroit, which I'm sure he didn't quarantine. Detroit to Chicago, where I'm sure he didn't quarantine at all. Right, right. Oh. <sighs> It's, it's, been, it's a weird time, sir, and yeah. uh, this is the perfect movie for these weird times, so I really appreciate the, the opportunity to talk about it. No, I'm glad to talk about it. I, I hope I didn't, I mean, luckily this, this video will be coming up on Friday, so all right. the cat's totally out of the bag. With the everything. cat's out of the bag, baby. Yeah. We're all good. <laughs> we're all good. As long as we were not giving away the, the jokes in the other scenes, we're all good. No, no, and I Rudy think we're can, good. Rudy can kiss my, you know what? Yeah. He's Rudy, such an idiot. Rudy is stupid. Uh, <laughs> he sounds like Sylvester the Cat. Not just with his entire speech style. But yes, Borat, right. subsequent movie film, a, a, a surprisingly touching... Yes. Performance piece on yep. the gullibility of Americans and how to not fall for a con. Please see it beyond the yes. surface. I'm glad that yes. we see were it able beyond to the surface. Them. That's the exact recommendation I would give as well. Exactly. Thank you, Pat. Patrick Thank you. McDonald, Hollywood, Chicago. 
Go check out his material. Check out his coverage of the Chicago International Film Festival. Thanks, buddy. Which is online now. Remember to check out You'll Probably Agree at ypareviews.com. All right. Thanks a lot, folks. Borat subsequent movie film. You fist me. Right. Now I fist you? Right. There you what go. do you prefer? You fist me or I fist you? Same time. Fist each other. There, yeah. you, go. there you go.